When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to uh, Love Rugby League Weekly um, in association with Betfred, our sponsor. My name's Dave Parkinson alongside Mr. Drew Derbyshire. And again, we've got a different location. So uh, this is in uh, Chez Dave. I think we can call it that, can't we? Well, we're in the glorious studio of... Uh... <laughs> The Parkinson Limited. Is that, is that what it's going to be called? Parkinson Limited. Uh, in the depths of, uh, of Lee, I've got memories of this place, Deb, from when, when we worked at Lee Centurions together. Uh, quite a few years ago now, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have been in this one, though, because this one it wasn't built. <laughs> it, was a, it was a different studio. A different studio, different studio. Anyway, we're here, we're delighted to uh, be here. Glad that you can join us as well. Um, we want to hear all your thoughts uh, but we're going to be talking about several topics really we're going to start off with um, some championship news some league one news then we're going to continue with our super league preview we've given ourselves a bit of a rod for our own back here haven't we because all of a sudden we've got five teams to preview this week we do. but it's because we missed one out last week weren't it Dave? Uh, thankfully though thankfully though um, what we do have is um, some news from those clubs so it sort of mixes in as well so that's great um I was going to introduce this show originally because I was thinking it would have been like yourself and yourself and James yeah. as me working with the Max and Paddy of Rugby League, but I don't who's know. Who's the Max and who's the Paddy? I'm, I don't I'm know. The tall, I'm the taller one, so I, I should be Paddy really, but I think I'm more of a Max. And You're a bit more of a Max. More of a Paddy. I think that's what it is, Dave. Uh, I, I don't know what I call myself, but I'm sure other people would think of a, a description, so that's all Mike, right. Mike Ryan with Banker. Something <laughs> like that, Dave. <laughs> All <laughs> the joking. That Lee Banker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, um, one thing: Do we want to give a plug to a few things that are happening on the site? Because it's been a busy old week, hasn't it? And everything's setting up and getting ready for Super League. It's, it's been an exit week. Uh, f- the first thing that we, we've probably got to mention is the Fantasy League is finally up and running uh, after a, a long, long, long couple of months uh, trying to sort it out. We've been working on our website over the last probably six months to a year now and uh, it's it's been a long slog there but uh, Lucy the the admin um, lady in the office it, she's been working tirelessly to, to get all the, the figures for the players done and all the players transfers to different teams and we think it's there now and, and people can sign up, we've had over 200 entrants already and it, it only went live just over 24 hours ago so um yeah, bit big up to to fantasy league. There's a lot of other stuff um, on site as well. What what people will love to read. Jamie Jones Buchanan. We've got a massive sit down with him. It's a um, great interview. That it's a fantastic interview. It's one. Of, it is one of the best reads uh, you, you'll read all year because uh, the the character just uh, of Jamie Jones Buchanan just comes through on on the article. It, it's fantastic. The game will certainly miss um, people like him. When he retires, a, a good interview by uh, Rob Conlon, who also uh, is a, a Planet Sport colleague. There's loads of other stuff on site, Dave. I can't even think. There's Off the Record, there's Paper Talk. And there's all, also all two the podcasts usual, as well. Uh, we've done stuff. a, we've the, done the a double edition. The Final podcast. We're back. The, the first and the second yep. of, of 2019. They're on you and Adrian Jackson uh, do your usual stuff, Dave. You've got plenty of exclusive interviews on there. No more so than John Wilkin, Lee Mitchell... Dion Cross, there's there's so many. Jason Moss, that's a, a good feature as well. Uh, so we've got we've got loads of stuff on site, and we've got uh, plenty of previews. I think we've got a couple more to go out today and tomorrow. We've got all the stuff building up to the Saints Wigan Derby. We've got a couple of promo videos going out as well on the whole Derby, the Wigan Saints Derby. Um, so it's it's been a busy old week uh, for for Love Rugby League Dave, but we're certainly uh, glad that the season's back. Now you might be wondering because you'll be you'll be reading Drew's at, and I mean I can assure you it's not as cold in here as he thinks it is. So because this heating's been well, on for I, ages. I thought uh, from my experiences <laughs> in the Parkinson <laughs> studios, it's it's always been um, a, a very very cold <laughs> and, 
bitter mornings in Lee, I tell you that. Um, but you, you've had the eaters on, and I'm actually sweating now, but I've got to get a bit of Brandon in there for, for Love Rugby League, and yeah. thanks to Kappa for, for the gear. But we do have to apologise, because the only way that I could get this running so as it wasn't pulsing uh, is having it where we've got the reverse camera on us so everything's a bit back to front so I, I apologise for that but I'm sure you can live with it can't you Just we've, we've not it, we've not got the stitching wrong it is the right way around <laughs> it is the right way around right let's crack on shall we so first of all let's start with the championship and interesting to see that Josh Johnson's got himself lined up he's gone and signed with Barrow that's a great signing for Barrow who's put together a really good squad ahead of the season a very impressive uh, signing for, for Barrow Dave. And, and they've got a, a very good pack as well ahead of the new season I've, I've tipped Barrow to, to finish uh, the higher of the, the part time teams in the championship ahead of the, the 2019 season what Johnson, even ahead of like Halifax and Featherston oh, oh yeah Halifax is part time they're the only part time team uh, oh yeah Feather part time to be fair yeah I'm, I'm quite with a little fib there Dave. there's quite a few teams <laughs> before <laughs> him sorry um, but, but uh, yeah uh, I've, I've, I've they're not in the bottom four, I don't think, but mm -hmm. they might they might change again on my predictions on LoveRubbleLeague.com in a couple <laughs> of hours' time, Dave. Johnson, a fantastic signing. Seeing a bit of him at, at league last season when he when he went on loan there. A solid signing. It brings plenty of aggression. Might pick up a, a few cards, but that's the type of player he is. He's aggressive, and he'll, he'll certainly bolster Barrow's pack. I like those type of players, yeah. though, that they play on the edge. I, mean, I, I love, Hot was yeah, always the, a guy that I, I love watching yeah. play. Love, love the likes of Gazok, even Ryan Bailey as well. Um, I love them type of players, and and every I think every team needs a player or two like that. They, they need that aggression. We've also got some loan moves to tell you about as well. Callum Turner, the young fullback from Castleford, has gone on loan to Featherstone Rovers. Feather have also been in the market as well. So uh, can we call them the uh, Featherstone Loan Rovers? Because they've uh, they've added Daniel Smith as well, haven't they, from Huddersfield? They have uh, two very impressive loan signings. I've yeah, seen a I bit of so. yeah. Callum Turner last season at uh, Cass. I think it was Cass v Warrington at the Alabama Joel Stadium. He got in and, right at the uh, back end, didn't he? He did. He did. Uh, I think it was a late call, call up for for Callum Turner, but he stepped up brilliantly and he took on the the kicking juices as well. He's a really impressive fullback. A good signing for Featherstone. And, and they have made a, de a few decent signings as well. Obviously, Cam King from the NRL, who's a, who's a good player on his day. Uh, Daniel Smith. Daniel Smith, uh, for me, he needs, he's, a, he's a 13 for me, rather than a, a front rower. It's the same job these days, rower. isn't it? Well, I, I like the traditional 13s, Dave. We've had this conversation. I think, I, think he's, I, think, I think he's more than just a... Just a um, he's a bash and badge grump yeah, player for me. I no, I, I think he's more than that. I do. I think he's a loose forward. But then that role is eroded, doesn't it? I think it's an old loose forward. I think, I, honestly, I think he could do. We'll be getting minutes. the Orvis music I, in the I, background I, in a minute. <laughs> I think he could. Uh, he, he could play a full game, Dan Smith. Well, he probably he's probably going to have to, to be honest, with the reduced <laughs> interchanges this year. I mean, we're down from ten to eight, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Have they, have they got the the dual edge with Lee this year? I assume they have. Well, I've not seen anything, I but I, I don't think it's been announced that it's been crossed off at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume it, it'll go ahead. Um, let me just have a look on here. Uh, what I think. Just Lewis by the way, if, if you've got any questions for me and Dave to go through, just fire away. Obviously, well, rugby league related. We don't. We will fit them in. If, if you want to know what I have for dinner, I have meatballs. But you've been IKEA on the way through. Is that where it's? Oh, I'm not. No, I make my own meatballs there. Really? A bit of pasta. You're more talented than I give you bit credit for. Bit of broccoli. For. And to think I thought you was just a mere pie eater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so Lewis Beanek as well. He's uh, left Hull temporarily to go over to Batley. Um, big, big figure. Uh, was quite impressive when I first saw him hit London Broncos first team. Yeah, it's still very, very early stages, mm. though, isn't it, for for Lewis in his career? I don't, I don't think he he would have been starting for for Hull FC this year or getting in the, the seventeen man squad. I think he would have been a more of a sporadic player. Certainly a project for for Lee Radford's side, and and he's certainly got the capabilities of playing in Super League at the highest level. He, as you said, Dave, he's, he's a massive figure, uh, but I think he just needs that regular bit more game time obviously mm -hmm. he was good at London and that's where he was obviously spotted uh, played for Ireland as well in the Autumn International so he's a, he's a good player but he just needs that bit of game time and that, that bit of roughness in him OK um, one player that does have plenty of game time under his belt but has gone in search of uh, yet more Luke Douglas 
move from St. Helens to Lee on loan. I think that's a really interesting signing. And what does that say more about St. Helens than it does about Lee picking him up? Uh, well, I've, I think it shows that St. Helens' back's uh, formidable uh, this season. Obviously, they've got Alex Wormsley, the England front row, coming back from injury. He'll be like a new signing because obviously he didn't, he didn't <laughs> feature much last year after. Was it, was it breaking his neck or fracturing his neck or something? It was a really line. bad injury, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it, it could was have finished him. Yeah, it was touch and go for his career, but he's, he's obviously returned. Yeah, he did the, the, the pre-match press conference the other day and he looked in real good shape. Um, so I think he'll be a, a fantastic player. Him and Luke Thompson starting front rows. Wowzers. Wigan could be... Uh, <laughs> Could have a could have a big task on their hands tonight, but I think Luke Tom, uh, Luke Douglas, sorry, uh, going to Lee. I think he's a fantastic signing for Lee. That mm. I think um, I I personally would have believed that no disrespect to Lee, but he would have gone to a Super League side if he was to go out on loan, uh, just because of his quality. Uh, he's he's just a traditional front rower, isn't he? he takes it hard and hard and straight. Uh, doesn't leave no stone unturned, um, and I think he'll he'll do the Centurions a very very good job. Okay, uh, just two other little stories from the championship to tell you about. Bradford have partnered with a local radio yep. station, Pulse Two, to give extra game coverage, which is always a good thing. Uh, and I love this story from Dewsbury as well. They've got a join the rampage initiative, which is basically offering a free training session to local rugby league junior teams. So they're getting them down. Very good, yeah. To the Tetley Stadium. Yeah. Um, and they're able to use like the wrestle room that they've just had done there, see the other facilities, use them and, and get um and get some you know, professional training from some of the Jewsby Rams boys. I think that's a really, really good thing that. Yeah, I think it is and it's it's always good to see it when they partner with, with the community game and they try and get youngsters involved. That's what we need in rugby league now, Dave. Because uh the the thing is is that it the sports declining in participation levels, especially at like the the amateur side and the junior side. Obviously, I grew up uh, playing at Goulburn Parkside Junior Club, and uh, oh, so it's no wonder you give me daggers last week when I mentioned Lee Miners Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I thought the, it was Lee Miners Rangers. I, I also played a bit at Lee Miners Rangers, but the, the, I spent most of my junior career at uh, Goulburn Parkside, Dave. And uh, I take it back, uh, folks. At, at, at one stage, they had they had um, teams at every every age. Um, and and they don't have an open edge anymore, I don't think. And it's it's only under sevens, under nines, under twelves, and, and there's a couple missing it at, at teenage level. So it's it's quite alarming, really, Dev. So it's it's great to see that the the community game is is getting back involved and and people go actually going out of their own their own way to to do that. I'll just do these couple of League One uh, bits and then we'll look at your comments that are coming through because I noticed there's quite a few that people are posting, isn't there? So. Uh, Doncaster, they recently had an army training camp at Catterick. Now, I know that's something that Super League clubs have done a lot of in the past, isn't it? What, what was that, Dave? Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading the comments here. Can we just go through uh, a couple of comments, Dave? Those? Well, hang on, hang on. Let go me on. do these quick. All right, go on, go on, than go on, through. Go on. So, Doncaster have had a training camp at Catterick army mm -hmm. camp which I know Super League yeah, clubs yeah, have used oh, yeah, that yeah, at yeah. Wigan's used it Leeds have used it in the past London well. Broncos have also done it this uh, pre-season yeah. and also as well interesting we didn't really mention Hunslet at all now they've put some interesting signings together their skipper Dwayne Strafford wants a top two finish he thinks anything outside a top two finish will be a poor season what do you think on that one Dave? I think he's setting himself up for a fall, to be honest, because you know the two Cumbrian clubs have strengthened. You look at Oldham as well, uh, probably favourites in that division. Um, I like what Hunslet are doing, though. I like the coach there, Gary Thornton. Mm. He's a, a real good bloke. He's been Newcastle around the game for a long while. Well. Yeah, we've not even mentioned Newcastle. You've spent bucket loads, haven't you? Obviously, obviously, there's a lot of focus on the championship this year, and there was last year uh, about it being the most competitive yet. And I think if you look at League One, it's it's very very competitive. Uh, you can't really call it who's who'll get who'll probably get promoted, uh, can you? Really, there's no. there's the likes of Oldham, there's Newcastle, the the two up there for me. But then the Cumbrians, like you say, Dave, and it's all <laughs> we both know from media duty, it's always a tough trip up to up to Cumbria, never Very mind much. playing. Uh, so lovely people though. I've yeah. got a bit of Cumbrian love going on at the moment. I think. You have, I have. You know, it's a, it's been on tour with them in uh, Fiji. I think they have twelve. 12 Cumbrians. Anyway, um, my final story from League One before we look at some of these comments which are coming through and give you a few mentions. Uh, West Wales, they've re-signed the outside back Brad Kinslingbury 
who was, um, I think he was with them early last season. I think he's also played at Gloucester All Goals. Um, but they've also released a headache-inducing new first-team kit. It's horrible. It's grey. And it's like lime green, isn't it? Yeah. Light yeah. lime green. I've, I've never been a fan of grey kits, Dave. In any sport whatsoever, grey kits are horrible. It's, it's worse, it's worse when they've got white numbers on the back as well, which they <laughs> had a couple of years the, ago. The, the short, or honestly, the grey kits should not be a thing. They're absolutely disgusting. Is it, is it Warrington who's got the, the grey away kit this year? It, it is, They've got it, like kind a, of like a khaki kit, haven't they? Yeah. Like a lime green. Well, it's no grey kits are, are an all go. They, they look they look horrible. What? Who wants to wear a grey kit? But then again, are they decent with black uh, black jeans though? <laughs> if you're wearing a fit <laughs> good nightclub in there, not going to play rugby. Listen, do you know how long it was since I've last been <laughs> nightclubbing? <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 not a nice kit. It's a bit of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, I, t- I tell you the the kits I do like, Dave Coventry. Oh, that's smart. Both, Both home and away. Yeah, home and away. Very, very smart by the birds. You were saying the Lee away one made you vomit. Oh yeah, I'm not not keen. It looks I like, like it's ma- it looks like it's made on that PowerPoint, Dave, with graphic on that, and it fades in and fades out in the middle. Oh, look, it was all done in the early nineties. That with football kits, wasn't it? Everybody had a fade going on. Oh, so they've just n- not not developed the software then for. Making kits since nineties. Are, are you calling a kit maker? <laughs> no, if you want to send us some if, free gear. If, <laughs> if we, we want to call a kit maker though, how about ISC? They're so lazy. Yeah. I mean, they've got they have in the last eighteen months they've had three teams wearing the same yeah. kit. Yeah, I think look at the Toronto one. I think it's important not to not to badge your uh, manufacturers here, Dave. Uh, yeah, might, yeah, they I, might, I they think might so. end up sending us some some orders over or something in future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we'll have anything. <laughs> and and I tell you what. That that uh, that West Wales kit, brilliant. <laughs> right, what are people saying? It's going to be interesting to see what West Wales do. Uh, James Gordon, the the Federal editor, saying Luke is smart, Drew. Hashtag branded. Is that a Wigan scarf, Dave? Uh, no, it's, it's Dave's scarf. He's he's supporting w- Wigan tonight. Is Dave? I wouldn't have let it in the in the building and it been a Wigan scarf. No, it's a Love Rugby League scarf. This one. It is a Love Rugby League scarf. <laughs> Cat stop. Oh yeah, we said we'd, you, we we missed saying hello to Kath uh, in our last edition when we were uh, trying to be heard over the noise in the room oh, yeah, at, uh, yeah, yeah. at Old Trafford. So Sounded hi, hi than last time, chaps. Oh, thank goodness for that. So I we don't we don't sound like we're in like a tin can or something. To anymore. be fair, I mean, I spent about forty five minutes getting all this sound stuff ready, so I was hoping that it'll work a bit better this time round. Um, Stephen Taylor doing it with Betfred this year. Can't trust you, man. Why can't you trust us? What? Eh? You can trust us. You can look at that face. That's the most trustworthy face in rugby league. Is that? There you go. Can you click that, Dave? I'm going. I'm going to pin that to me. My tweets on on my profile. The most trusted man in rugby league. Do you want? That's do you, fantastic, that Dave. Do you want it repeating? This is the I'd, most trustworthy man in rugby league. That's going headline on my CV. That. <laughs> so says Dave Parkinson. Who knows now? Uh, J- James Furbank says, "Are you both um, drunk?" I'll replace the <laughs> with the word. Hey, we're not drunk. We're just happy. Right. We're, we're riding the crest of the, the season. The season's back. We might be high on caffeine because I've had a few brews this morning, but uh, we're not drunk. Um, Michael Martin, I lads, sorry, I'm I'm late. Uh, doing some uh, baking for the wife. I nearly said packing for the wife. Packing. I was, was going to say, what's what's happened there, Michael? <laughs> uh, hey, what what are you baking? Doing some baking. Let us know what you bake. Send us some over if you want. He's from Hull, though. It might be a bit crushed by the time it gets to us. It might be, yeah. Uh, Fred Parkinson, uh, your your um, dad, Dave, now your shed is tidy. You can start on your own later. <laughs> 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 Superb. Um, so, yeah, Dave, they're, they're the comments what we're getting in. If you want us to answer any questions, any rugby, rugby league-related questions, uh, just send them in. We're talking everything about salary cap, about Super League. We've talked about championship. We're going to be talking much, much more. Get your questions in. And me and Dave, we'll do our very best, won't we, to, to answer them? Yeah, yeah. The next place that I want to go is the uh, Coral Challenge Cup. Uh, yeah. We had round one at the weekend. I gave a big uh, mention to it at the end of our show last week. And there were some great results. I mean, there's a couple of standouts there for me. Rochdale Mayfield going up to Kells and coming back with a victory, 14 points to four. Also, uh, Lee Miners Rangers beating Ulton Raiders 22 points to 10. Uh, Wigan St. Patrick's just getting through thanks yeah. to a great second half against Lee East by 24 points to 12. 
And uh, Haydock knocking out Shawcross Sharks. Uh, I know you were keeping your eye on a couple of games as well. I mean, uh, what did you make of the Red Star Belgrade performance up at Millen? Yeah, I watched the the Red Star game. Um, it was a, we didn't really know what to expect, did we, from Red Star before no. the game? Because we, we didn't know if, it, if they were going to blow Millen away or, or if, it, if they were going to get pumped. Obviously, the scoreline does look a bit like it was a, an easy ride for for Millen, but it, it certainly wasn't. Not in not in the first half. I think uh, Red Star gave it a good go. Obviously, the quality is a little bit uh, lower than what probably I originally anticipated, but I probably um, over over uh, egged them, if you like. Um, but it's good to see so many Serbians in, involved in the game because uh, I think there was only two American in, uh, American internationals and uh, an English player on the the entire team. Was there an Australian as well? The oh, Australian, the Australian yeah, yeah. And uh, see, even they've got Australian halfbacks. <laughs> apart from that. Um, yeah, it was it was full Serbian. It, it was good to see. It, it, it were and and it seems like they were they were accepted fully and, and well at, at Millham as well. Uh, interesting video that's appeared on the uh, Love Rugby League YouTube channel over this last few hours as well, involving was it Normanton Knights and Edinburgh Eagles? Mm. Uh, yeah, Seb's done a, a great video yeah. where he's recapped all that happened in that game, and like they didn't have it all their own way. Yeah, we've got it? we've got like a little highlight show, haven't we? The the Edinburgh Normanton game. Um, Edinburgh, uh, probably one of the all, the, probably the fam most famous Scottish club, aren't they? In, in in rugby league, obviously a few have departed in recent years, which is another another sad uh, thing. Dave, I think it was that Aberdeen Warriors mm. um, that were, were actually the Scottish champions, and and they've gone under as well. So it's it is very sad, um, but Edinburgh they gave it a, a very good go. Uh, I, I suggest that you. Yeah, check the video out if if you can because it's a, a good highlights package and it's good to see Scotland involved in the game because not a lot not a lot of people think uh, Scotland being involved with the rugby league but mm. but there is and it, it is going though. Okay, um, one other result that really stood out for me was the fact that Hunslet Club Parkside who went unbeaten all last season they lost out to Thornhill Trojans. Mm. I mean that's a, a very yeah a very really good result yeah, for Thornhill. Yeah. I mean yeah. they're a great side Thornhill as well to be fair. Oh no, they are. But I, I fully expected Hunslet Parkside to to beat them, especially after how they played in in the Yorkshire Cup because they did themselves proud in the in the Yorkshire Cup in pre-season. So I thought Hunslet Club Parkside will be one of the the amateur clubs or the community clubs if you like to 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 maybe make it through to the later rounds and maybe get a League One or a Champ club. Mm -hmm. Um, I really thought that, but a fantastic result for, for uh, Thornhill Trojans. Um, that all led to, all roads led to Wigan St. Patrick's, didn't they, for the draw? Um, I wasn't able to get along. Did you manage to get along? No, I, I didn't go. Um, I watched the, the stream on, on BBC Sport uh, website, George Williams and Mickey Iron making the draw. And uh, these are the games which they picked out. So Underbank Rangers at home to Featherstone Lions. The British Police travel over to Wigan St. Pat's. Rochdale Mayfield are on the road again, rewarded with a tie away at Thornhill Trojans. They're not doing it easy, are they? And uh, Thato Heath Crusaders take on Lee Miners Rangers in what for me is the thick of the round. Mm. Uh, yeah. Ovenden take on West Bowling. Haydock travel over to Normanton Knights. Again, that's a tough ask for Haydock, yeah, isn't it? Tough ask. West Hull at home to Bentley. Milford Marlins at home to Lock Lane, which should also be a cracking game. That's like Leeds and Cass revisited that. Uh, Wathbrow Hornets at home to York Acorn. Wigan St. Jude's travelling over to Driglington. Siddle on the road to Millham, which again is a really interesting tie. Dissington from Cumbria at home to the RAF. And East Leeds at home to Dewsbury Moor. Yeah, I think I think uh, the pick of the bunch is, is the Miners game, Dave. So, again, I would anticipate there's going to be two games of that shown, one on the Our League app yeah. and one on the BBC streaming service. So uh, do look out for the announcement that's going to be coming. The RAF, though, that. Could, be, could be on the BBC, possibly. Well, I mean, they were flying. They beat North Hearts Crusaders. You were waiting for See, me to come up with something oh, like that, weren't you? See what you did there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, let us move over to Super League. Yeah. Uh, have we Go got any it. more comments? No, Michael's a must keep happy, but tell, tell us what you're, you're baking, Michael. Make us hungry. And if you're mentioning pies, it's really going to get Drew going. I tell you. I've got a sweet tooth as well. So, okay. oh, there might be some furry cakes. 
Is that what you're hoping that he's built? I've not a clue. I don't know how talented he is. Might be fur cakes, or it might be like a gato or something. There. Could be, could be. Uh, we already mentioned St Helens a little bit earlier, uh, but again, yeah. you look at the squad that they have put together, the likes of Naguam and Lachlan Coots coming in, they're surely going to be better than last season, aren't they? Oh, for sure. And, and Alex Wormley as well returning, because Alex Wormley it's a new did, signing, yeah. didn't, didn't feature last season. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's one of the best front rowers, if not the best front rower uh, in the comp on, on his day. Obviously, he's got a, a probably uh, a little rivalry with Luke Thompson for the best front rower in the comp. But uh, since his back line, Dave, Lachlan Coote, um, Regan Grace, Tommy Maginson on the wings, and then you've got Kevin Nagama uh, in the centre with uh, Mark Percival. That's that's an impressive back line. And how good is it that... What, what I'm interested to see, Dave, about yeah. Saints this season is that Justin Albrook has put a, a lot of emphasis in pre-season... Um, on Lachlan Coote's left-footed kicking game. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how... It's unusual for a left-footed left kicker, kicker, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We, we don't see it, do we? We don't see very many is of them, no. Only Danny Brough, I can think of, in Super League. He, he can kick off both feet as well, can't he? Uh, Max Need as well, I think he's left-footed. Only two, though, so, so it's going to be interesting because, it, because obviously they've got options then, so they've got a right-footed one and a left-footed one, so... Or, but he, he has put a lot of emphasis on Coote's kicking game and his short kicking game as well near the try line. So. Uh, how do you think Richardson's going to go on this year? Because it's almost like second season syndrome for him there, isn't it? He it's sort of burst onto the scene, was really, really consistent last year, deserved his call up to the England night squad. Um, do you think he'll find that same level of consistency? Again? Um, it's going to be a massive season for him. It is. It, it's a huge season for Danny Richardson. I think... For him, it's just got to be about having the same year as he did last season. I don't think he's got to be better than he was last season. I, don't, I think it's about maintaining that consistency. How many times, David, we've seen it before where a young player bursts on the scene and then they just fade away and then they fade away and then they fade away and then they end up in, just in, in the championship or something like that or Paul playing reserve grade rugby or, or something like that. So it's a massive season uh, for Danny Richardson. I think it'll help him having more experience under his belt from last term. But I think he... He's fantastic in attack, there's no doubt about that. He's got a good step, he's got a good kicking game, he organises well, but I think it's it's his defensive duties that let him down sometimes a little bit. I think he gets run over mm -hmm. uh, a little bit uh, at times, so I think he needs just to work on his defence a little bit, but uh, his attack, he's second to none, and he loves the big pressure games. He embraces pressure. OK, and um, what do you also make as well of... Saints have made two key re-signings over the last few days. Hey, well, Liam McNally's just said the Wigan Warriors show. We've not, we've not mentioned Wigan, have we, Harley? That's coming up. Drew's going to get his ten. Drew's going to get his ten minutes there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, but as I was saying, they've gone and re-signed two key members of that squad. Getting Makinson on a, uh, a long-term deal is massive, isn't um, it? Yeah, unreal. And, and Robbie as well. Let's not forget James Robbie signed a, Well, I was coming up with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Deal. Um, yeah, fantastic news for Makinson, but fantastic news for Super League as well. Golden Boot winner. Uh, I don't. I think if if you don't know who, who uh, Tommy Makinson is now, Dave, I think. Uh, I think yeah, you're watching the wrong sport, as, as Brad Fittler highlighted. So remember to uh, share this with Freddie Fittler, because I don't think he knows. Uh, well, he, he might do now, Dev. He, he was spotted in Newcastle in the off-season, weren't he? Was he? Tommy Makinson. I don't know what he was there for, <laughs> but uh, he was spotted in Newcastle in the off-season. Not not in the north-east, <laughs> in, in Newcastle in Australia. Oh, um, he was spotted with his old coach, Nathan Brown. Oh, OK. Uh, but he's, he's obviously committed to the Saints now, so... Um, it's fantastic news for Saints because he's a fan favourite, isn't he? Mm. I think I think a lot of rugby league fans in general like him as well. Where does that? He is a great bloke. He's a great bloke to interview as well. Where does that re-signing and the fact that Regan Grace is currently progressing? Where does that leave lads like Adam Swift? That's what I'm. I, I'm quite surprised that Adam Swift stayed at Saints because he's a good winger, isn't he? Yes, he yeah. He's a, he is an impressive winger, and I, I'm quite surprised that he stayed at Saints because he, he played a few. I think he played more for Sheffield Eagles on Joe Reg last season, Dave, than he played for Saints. Mm. Um, and I, honestly, it's it's very very surprising. Obviously, he's seen telling lad, so uh, he'll he'll want to play for his hometown and stuff like that. And and I get and I get that. But if he's not playing it, and, and you just travelling out to Sheffield, no disrespect to Sheffield, but he's a solid Super League winger, isn't he? Very is much it, so. Um, yeah. 
So I, 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 I'm surprised because it's been like this for what 18 months now, Dave, mm. and it, and it might be like this for another year. Uh, it, it is quite surprising because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Adam Swift. Uh, he put on a lot of size last season, which I think helped him um, being a little bit more of a bulky winger. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is surprising. Put your wigging hat on. I know that's going to be quite easy for you. I'll upset some people, yeah. And upset some people. But, um, you know, wigging up against St. Helens tonight, where do you see their weaknesses? Where do I see the weaknesses? Well, Wigan's weaknesses? No, 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 St. Helens. As, as, a, as a Wigan fan, as a, as a, as a commentator on the game, it's as very, a writer. It's very, it's very tough to pick out a, weak, a weakness for Saints, isn't it? Mm. It is. I was struggling. It I, is. That's why I thought but, I'd actually have to be but fair. I, but I think with, with Wigan, you, you could... It's, it's got to be down the, the flanks, hasn't it? Okay. But I, I don't think that that's where Saints' weaknesses are. That's just where I think Wigan can catch them out. I don't think they're weak by any means. We've just speaks about the back line there, but we've seen uh, the likes of Tom Davis, who's I'm a big, 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 big fan of. Uh, an unbelievable work rate. Uh, Oliver Gildart, who, who's a, a very skillful, talented player. Right, we're almost crossing into the next the next team, so well, let's move on to Wigan, because it seems on, quite man. obvious to do that. Um, okay, so you mentioned a couple of players there who are a, a, a real standout. They've got big holes to fill, though, haven't they, in the in the squad with the guys that they've lost in the close season? I think they have, but I think if you, if you look what they've brought in as well, they, they've effectively replaced them. I th- honestly, a lot of people are talking about, obviously, Sam Tompkins leaving and John Bateman, but I think Ryan Sutton's going to be a massive miss for I would agree with you. Yeah, he's, he was a miss. top, top forward. Him. A really good forward, and I, I think one of the most underrated forwards in the comp. I, I, I find it baffling how... He wasn't selected for England Knights Tour of Papua New Guinea because he's certainly young enough. Is he 22, 23? I think so, yeah. Uh, he's still a, a very young forward because obviously forwards only mature um, later on, so he could easily make England's World Cup squad in 2021. Maybe a bit two years in NRL as it looks out, or even if he comes back. Uh, but I don't, I don't think they've, they've replaced Ryan Sutton. Uh, obviously, they brought Joe Bullock in. Yeah, brought Joe. And have you seen him? Yeah, yeah, he has changed his physique he totally. Has, he has. He has. But he's still, he's still kept his pace. He obviously used to be a winger. Now he's a front rower. But apparently, he's kept his pace. He's he's been winning the um, the forty meter sprints in, in Wigan's uh, pre-season. Oh, oh he's quick over 30, 40 meters. Um, he's, he's, he's Joe. Yeah. So so it's going to be interesting to see how he's played this year because I thought he would have brought, been brought in as a project. And maybe got five or ten games and then build on that and, and keep building. But we've seen with the likes of Gabe Hamlin and Roman Navarrete over the last couple of seasons. Willie Isa came in as a project player. We've seen with the, with those guys. The, a the project player at 29 years old, Willie Isa? Well, no, he was younger than that when he came to Wigan. When he's been at Wigan a couple of years now. Yeah, but originally he started off at wing as well. He was horrible as a winger. He did, <laughs> could yeah. never score, could he? No. It's no it, wonder yes. he ended up moving inside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's much more suited as a back rower, though. To be fair, I don't think he's a centre either. I think he's an out-and-out back row, But it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how we can do. We've not mentioned Zach Ardek yet. A lot of people. Are I was hoping not. To a lot of people him, to be probably uh, be, be more. A few people are mentioning the salary cap. We will come on to the salary cap in it. That was going to be my next question um, to him. To be fair. Uh, so yeah, Zach Ardek coming in and Jared Salmon. Uh, first of all, Zach Ardek. I think. He's a very good tip for 2019 Man of Steel if he can keep his off-field issues all right. We all know. You say if I mean a leopard can't it, yeah. change his spots, can he? He's on. He's he's got to be drinking at the last chance saloon now. He's had last chances at Cass, last chances at Leeds. Well, we, we're he su- didn't succeed in the NRL either. We, we're gonna, we yeah, but he was only in the NRL for what six months, Dave, something like that. He weren't even in for a full season. He still he, came, he? still came back though, didn't he? Yeah, but. He, only six month period. I think it's hard for him to. I do I, I think consciously we talk too much about Zach Hardacre. No, I don't. He's got to he's got to prove himself all over again. So let's yeah, but what, we shouldn't ignore him because he's he, he, he was by far Castleford's best player in the in the in the 2017 season. Uh, in, well, him and Luke Gale were, were absolute standouts. The the reason Castleford didn't win the grand finals because because they, they had no Zach Hardacre. If they had Zach Hardacre, they would have won it in my opinion. Um, a, a massively influential player, uh, a strike player as well. Um, I, I, I think I think Betfred placed him at like twenty to one odds for yeah. Man of Steel, and I think I think that's a decent tip. To be fair, I think we're still talking too much about him. But um, tell me it's about the main some story of these. Though, isn't it? 
What do you, what, what, what would you expect to be on the front of, pay, of like the trade papers? Zach Hardacre making his first appearance in 16 months or like a testimonial game? I would soon. I would. I would love it to be with the testimonial guy because no, he's at least shown the Dave. efforts, hasn't it's, he? Yeah, but it, I, know, I know what you're saying. And I no, we, t we talk too guys, much. We talk too. No, I'm we sure don't. people will agree with me here. What do you reckon? Is everybody talking too much about this Zach is what, This is what people want to know, Dave. I, I guarantee League Express and League Weekly when they had. But they've had their say. You know, we're, we're sort of a, we're three or four weeks after the event that since he's come back. Yeah, yeah, for me, he's still got to prove himself, and he's got to prove himself. Yeah, all but he's, he's earned a massive move to not like one of the biggest clubs in Super League. And so if he's, he, he's, over, he's of course going to be talked about. And if he falls foul again, then he should yeah, be just caught in the championship. Uh, uh, yeah, and we're going to have said that this is his, his final chance, so it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting, but I'm going to move on because I'm going to go salary cap. Well, yeah, we'll we'll move on to the salary cap, but if if you've been Hidden under a rock for the last 24 hours. <laughs> We're going to be deducted um, two points for the 2019 season for salary cap breaches dating back to 2017 um, when the Warriors finished sixth, I believe, and they didn't make the playoffs. I think it was, um, si it was six payments that have been, six been payments, said, isn't it? Total, uh, they've been fined £5,000, half of it suspended, and it was the six payments totalling up to a cost of around 14700 I think yeah. it were. Um, so they've been are they not serial offenders, though? Is this why they've Well, they are, the aren't they? They, they? This is the third time in the Super League era um, that they've been... They're at the Zakadaker <laughs> bar, aren't they? <laughs> but they've been, they, they, they've been done for... For this, should they have more severe punishments? It's a difficult one. Probably, you can see both sides of the story, can't you, Dave? Because a lot of people say it's biased, but it was was it hundred like point eight percent over? You're still over it. Yeah, sure, yeah, surely, yeah, surely there's things but when, in place. But when no, people no. are saying it's more severe. Surely there's things in place, though, where you can go and you can say to the rugby league or whoever mm. does the salary cap, listen, it looks like we could be a little bit over here. I'm sure with that, if they'd gone to and said, look, this is what's happening, can we apply for a bit of dispensation here? I'm sure they would have granted it, but because they've not filled X form in or done whatever, they've then had to yeah. serve a punishment, well, haven't they? Yeah, the, the Wigan chairman Ian Lennigan has said that it was an administrative, administrative error because they had a new finance company taking over or something like that. Um, it's they, they, they've said they're going to appeal, um, mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Whether um, the appeal successful or not, we we won't know just yet. Um, should it be more severe, you can see two sides of the story. On the flip side, you can say, like you said, Dave, um, about applying for dispensation and stuff like that mm. uh, through the season. But what I want to know is why are we shooting ourselves in foot, Dave? What do you mean, why are we shooting it's ourselves on the, in foot? On the RFL statement, it said this meeting took place last Thursday. So why is it why has it been released the day before the opening game of the season? I don't know if you asked anybody should that it, Should it not have been released last Friday? Like the the, the morning after it had oh, been... That would have been ruining the new beginnings, that. Well, it all, didn't it not already get like can the new beginnings thing because of the, the Castleford story was released the, the night before the season launch. Another another time we've shot ourselves in the foot. It's, it's, honestly... But, but if, if clubs are falling foul, though, then surely you do have to, you do have to but, report it oh, in the 100%, same way. 100%. I'm, I'm not saying that uh, let's not report it. I'm just saying... Why has it come out the, the, the literally the, di the day before the season when the meeting and it was confirmed that it had been deducted, deducted two points five days ago? Now, the cynical may suggest that obviously we've got, we've got two... Or we've, got, we've got two factions in Rugby League, haven't we? We've got the Super League, who's now in charge of all the marketing, etc., yeah. etc., et of the top division. Um, and we've got the Rugby League, which is still in charge of governance. Is yeah. this the Rugby League saying, hey... We're still in charge here. Well, it might be, but it's... That's a cynical... It's, that's it, a cynical yeah, view. but it's, it's very petty, isn't it, Dev? Um, I, I was quite annoyed, to be fair. Obviously, you've got national newspapers who have got these fine, feel-good stories uh, going out before the start of the season, yet they've been pulled because, uh, obviously, the salary cap issue takes toll. And I'm not saying... 
I'm not saying let's not report it. <laughs> Everything's got to be reported. It's like when pe- like people saying um, the Castleford's bust up in Lanzarote should be reported. Of course, it should be reported. It's it is news. You've got to report the good, the bad news with the good news as well. You, you've got to. It's like that Western, everything. isn't it? The good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. Well, yeah, you, like everyone, like the the cheerleader term has come into it. You you, you can't just uh, report the good stuff. You you have got to be impartial. You've got to report everything. Um, but I'm just thinking, why why has it been released on the eve of the season, the eve of the biggest game, in well since the grand final, of course. So are you saying it should have been released last week? Uh, yeah. Or it, would you have waited until the game had gone? No, no. <laughs> it should have been released last week. So it w- so this week was a new week and it was all about the feel good and it was all about promoting the season and promoting the old derby, promoting Wigan Saints derby, promoting Warrington Leeds, promoting Huddersfield Salford. It should have been focusing on promoting the games. I do find it interesting how it takes so long for these to come into, oh, yeah. into the that, market that was another, as well. That was another thing. What, it took, dating back to 2017, we're in 2019. Why has this happened? And you could also chuck in, well, you know, should there be a more severe punishment because the new owners of Keithley have to put up with a minus 12-point deduction? Yeah, I know. That, that's another thing. So uh, at least at Wigan, the, they've sort of fallen foul of the rules, but they've not changed. Yeah. There's nothing changed, uh, if you know what I mean, really the, behind the scenes, is there? But then all the West World Raiders were deducted two points Yeah. yeah. Uh, for fielding an ineligible player last season. But then the minus two points they've said counts last season, not this season. Mm, interesting. Uh, so it's we, like I've got many more uh, comments we, coming. Well, through, we, we've got so plenty I'm, of comments I'm, on that. I want to find out if anybody sort of like <laughs> sides with me on the Zach Hardacre stuff. To be fair, um, uh, Kevin Blackburn says why have Wigan only been deducted two points when Salford were deducted six. What was the severity of the Salford one? Was that was they a bit more? I think, I think Salfords were, were quite bad to be fair. Were they it? more over yeah, the salary cap? So, so maybe it's it's sort yeah. of like it's on a slide. Because Wigan, Wigan were hundred and eighty percent, weren't it? It, it, it totaled up to so not point eight percent. Right, they were over, and I think Salfords were, were were much more than that. I can't remember the full figures. On her as, uh, as the question comes in, but if you do it, if we do a bit of research, yeah, I'm sure we could find out, couldn't we? I think you know, back. A, yeah, a bit I, more. I, um, Jeff Millman <laughs> says, Which two teams will make the grand final? Um, I'm tipping Leeds this year, I'm, I'm, I'm not has, deviating he's, from yeah, that. He's tipped Leeds, you've tipped Leeds, you've made the top five, haven't you, as well? Mm-hmm. I, I've, I think me, you, and James Gordon have, uh, have tipped Leeds to make the top five. Um, so pressure on Leeds. <laughs> I've I've tipped Saints. I think it'll be Sintelling's grand final winners. We'll make the grand final then, Dave. You you're tipping Leeds to win it, he'll will be there to Saints and to Leeds. Compete. Saints Leeds. Yeah. A Warrington one it's it's a difficult one with Warrington, isn't it? You don't you know you don't know what you're gonna get. No, you don't. You don't. And I mean, Espe- I? especially with the blow to Kevin Brown as well. Well, let's move on to Warrington because I know we said that we talked about him last week, and uh, yeah, that's a huge blow to Warrington's chances. Has anybody mentioned that we've not mentioned Warrington yet? Jeff said it's for the benefits. Brackets free pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's again on the Wigan salary cap. Issue. Derek agrees with you on Zakade. Could Dave um, agree with Dave Leppard? Never changes its spots, but I, I think. Everyone deserves a, a chance. He's had four. Yeah. He deserves a chance, Dave. How many more? What was saying that when he picks up Man of Steel in 2019? That's my tip for Man Listen, of Steel. if he does that, then... 20 to 1 on Betfred, Zach Hardick and Man of Steel. If he does that, all power to his elbow. I like the lad as a player. I think he's a top player. Bruce. He's a great guy as well when you interview him. I've, I've spoken to him a few times. I've spoken to him after grand finals and stuff, but he's obviously got something in his makeup that makes him act like an idiot. Well, he's moved to Wigan as well now, hasn't he? Um, oh, pity so him. <laughs> You're horrible, you do. <laughs> horrible. Um, so, yeah, so he's obviously out of the his home, his homeland. Um, he's away from his previous environment. So, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. It's a big year for Zach, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, there's no question about that. Um, 
Andrew Hunt, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is this is what we we touched on. Well, read it out. Don't just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good we've, comment. We've had uh, two Christmases since the breach was committed. Why does it take so long? It's, it's, it's a great it's, point. It is a great point. Very good point, um, Johnny Wright. But considering we, uh, it's not the first time we're going to have committed these, this two points isn't enough. Well, yeah, I mean, like I say, they're a serial offender. They're like the the, the Zach Hardacre of rugby league clubs, mm. aren't they? They're a serial offender. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's a tough one on the se- severity of it because they're literally just over, just. Um, and that's it's over that, though. But it, it and is they've over. not told anybody that they're over. Yeah. Surely that's where the issue is. Yep. No, it is. And, that, and that's why they've been, they've been dot points. But I think, obviously, if there was 15% over or 20% over, then obviously you might be looking at six or eight points or whatever, rather than two. Uh, OK, uh, I'm conscious of time, and I'm realised that we're doing a bit of a slog of these Super League teams. So, uh, Warrington, I sort of mentioned it just before. Um, they've lost Kevin Brown on the eve of the season. That's a big blow for them, isn't it? Huge blow. And I, I feel devastated for him. Um, now he, he is one of the decent guys in rugby league, very, isn't he? He is one of the nice blokes. I went, I went to his food place as well in Wigan over there. It's very, very nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bit of free advertising as well, well Kev. I, I, won't, I, won't mention, I won't mention it, but we can't do shameless plugs, Dave, all the time. <laughs> we're, we're sponsored by a bet friend, a bet friend only. Uh, <laughs> I'm devastated for him, Dave. Uh, it's, it's so cruel. He's, he's just been through a gruesome couple of months in pre-season and he's got mm-hmm. nothing out of it because he, he can't play this year. The sad thing is as well, at the age he's at, is it 34 he's at now? 34, 35, yeah. He's, he's probably it, not got too it, many it, years it, left at the top level, has he? He's in his last year with Warrington and obviously they're getting Gareth Widdop for 2020, from 2020. They'll likely partner Blake Austin in the halves. If Blake Austin obviously um, is still there. Where's Kevin Brown fit? Because they'll still have Depp Patton. They'll still have Danny Walker on the bench. It's going to be interesting. Mm. I, can't, I don't know how many times I've said it's going to be interesting on this podcast. Eh? It's going to be interesting. But it's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, it's 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 just heartbreaking, and you don't it's you don't want his career to end like this. You, you don't want him to just call his retirement, do you? Knowing, knowing Kevin as the sort of player that he is, though, I mean, he's going to come back from this, isn't he? He's going to be so determined to I go hope he round. goes round again. Because you, can, you can't retire like this, can you? It'd be so sad for him. It would be. Because he's had such a good career. He's been, he's been like the star man wherever he's been. Uh, I remember him making his debut as a little skinny centre and winger for, uh, for Wigan. Um... He's been great. He was great at Wigan. He was great at Huddersfield at Widnes. And now at Warrington. It's it's just heartbreaking. It's like Luke Gale. It's it's heartbreaking because we we want our best best uh, Super League players to be played, and and that's the, the the sad thing about it. It's an occupational hazard, sadly, isn't it? It goes with the territory of uh, you know big physical sport as we've got. Um, I want to sort of just move on just a, a, a tad from that, though, because a lot of people have been talking about Blake Austin. I know he's a guy that you've seen a lot of. Um, the way that he speaks, he's very enthusiastic, mm. he's very measured. He is one of the poster boys of the Super League for this this coming season. Is he going to be that good? I think he is. I think he is. A, <laughs> he's, he's an unbelievable player. Yeah, for, for, I thought when he was originally linked with Warrington that... Mm. This ain't gonna happen. This is just a, a throwaway line. This the Austin's linked with Warrington and Super League, and then when it happened, it's 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 a game changer. It's a game changer for Super League because to attract players who are already in the prime in Australia. I mean, he's what twenty five, isn't yeah. he? I think twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, uh, to attract players in the prime to come over and want to play in Super League. Obviously, it would have been about the money. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying he would have just wanted to come over to Super League. Obviously, it's going to be about the money. But to attract him and to be able to attract him, this is what I like about the marquee rule. You might have different views on, on this to me, Dave, but this is what I like about the marquee rule because you can you can pay whatever you want for these real star names. Not these like second-rate Aussies who were maybe 32 coming towards back in the career or... And so, and so on. Which has been a hi- well, it's been a highlight of uh, uh, many a Super League yeah. 
yep. chopping list yep. there, them type yep. of players that you just mentioned. Hundred percent, Dave, and uh, it's good that we can have a Maverick as well, who's a re- real exciting player. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be a player like Ben Barber, where not just his club's fans will enjoy watching him. Super League will enjoy watching Blake Austin for sure. Do you think that there are thereabouts then with the rest of the squad? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's just a. Is it a mentality thing with Warrington in big games? It's always there, yeah. That's what they've been saying for years. Because they've reached plenty of grand finals. I feel sorry for Chris Hill most. <laughs> How many grand finals has Chris Hill been at? And he's been on the losing side every time. Is it, is it four? Five? It's four, four or five, yeah, you're right. He's yeah. been at quite a few and, and it must be gut-wrenching. Still got his Northern Rail Cup winner's medal though Hill. when he was at Lee. He does made his debut against the Italians in 2004. Four or five? We'll be getting the Elvis music again. It was a good pump in that day, weren't it, Dave? It was, yeah, yeah. 74 <laughs> nil. 74, remember it well. But uh, <laughs> I think if you look at the squad as a whole, it's going to be interesting because because uh, obviously Brown's injury. What do you think they'll do? Do you think they'll throw Patton straight in the halves with Austin or do you reckon they'll, they'll put Stefan Ratchford in the halves with, with Austin and put Jake Mamo at fullback? I've got, uh, I think they'll probably go with the second one, first of all. And Rashford in and Mamo back. And keep Patton on the bench. Um, I could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong before. Obviously well, I mean, I, I've always liked Deck Patton. I think that he's yeah, he's ready. Yeah. He's rearing to go. And got a fine he, kicking game as well. Yeah, he probably deserves a chance. I mean, he was playing a bit for Rochdale last season. It was absolutely outstanding every single game that he pulled the Hornet shirt off. Yeah, and uh, you've got Danny Walker as well. So if it, yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting sign, so isn't it, it? If they throw a deck pattern in the arms with Austin, obviously Danny Walker will go onto the bench, probably. One of the surprise signings that Warrington made was when they brought Lamatazi in. Yeah, very, I, I was it's very a bit of a strange one, that. isn't it? Yeah, very I mean, he's a solid player, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah, very, very surprised because I thought I'm a big fan of uh, Johnson, the youngster. Yeah. The young front rower. Uh, Lewis row. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Lewis Johnson. He made his debut at, against Wigan last season and he's got he's got a good burst of pace as well for a, a big lad, so I thought he might get more of a chance this season. He still might do. Yeah. Um, but I thought he'd be pushing for a spot on bench. And obviously they've still got the likes of Harvey Levert and Joe Philbin who uh, who were good in Super League last season. So where did you have Warrington finishing on the final analysis? I think I had a, I think the if you if you want to check man, Dave's and and James' predictions. Oh, is it online now? Yeah, it's online. Right. It went online at lunchtime. Uh, the, the Love Rugby League Super League 2019 predictions are out now. The championship ones will be going a little bit later on as well. I've put, I think, Sintelins, Warrington, Wigan, Leeds, Castleford, top five, I think. Can't remember who my full top five was, but I do. I do remember it being. But but I felt absolutely horrible at, at not including Wakey because <laughs> I do like Wakey. I do remember it and being St. Helens at top. I put um, I put Wigan fourth. I think I put Leeds in third. Warrington Sorry second. Dave. And Sorry, you're Dave. Just stretching it out. We've gone. It's me long legs. It's me long legs. It's like being in a room with a giraffe. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm six foot five, nearly six, six, Dave, I can't, I can't keep cramped up for too long. And I've to be fair, we are, we are sort of squashed up a little bit on a two-seater couch, we got a bit closer than I thought we would do, actually, <laughs> but. <laughs> but, but going back to Warrington, I think they've got a sensational team, yep. I think, I think if you take that one to 17, you could have a very, very good uh, second string side, Dave. Okay, so we've done three, there's just two more sides to look at now. And let's go right in with the man who's... Johnny Wright says, Brown will be back. His character won't let him finish early. Yeah, I agree with you, Johnny. Have we we any other... Get him him back up with this, eh? Well... Warrington not want him, eh? Never mind with this, I don't know, Lee. What do you want, Lee? I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Are all these young, great St. Helens players coming to Lee this year? Oh no, it's, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it, it will be. Uh, so, um, have we any more comments that people have? Uh, Johnny said, uh, saying that about um, Castleford and, and the salary cap and stuff. It's all news. Can't wait for tonight. The biggest, best, and original derby. Yeah, we were sent. We were sent another message saying about the original derby by Lionel Hurst, who's doing his own version of really pushing the game in the uh, in the south, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, is it? To, to be fair, it is the original derby, and that's where the, the derby in sport comes from. It actually comes from the St. Helens Wigan derby 
in all sports, so when you were in the Merseyside derby in football, the Manchester derby in football, the derby, the word derby came from St. Helens v Wigan. And we'll talk a little bit about that again in a, a few minutes' time. Hull, Lee Radford must be the most under-pressure coach in Super League as it stands at the moment. So that's very, what I reckon. It's a very, very tough one, isn't it, with Hull? I think I'm, I'm in the media tipping comp uh, this year, and um, I think near enough everyone has tipped Hull not to finish in the top five. Uh, but this time last year, you were probably tipping him to finish in the top five, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, you were. Um, it's, it's a very tough one. They've, I think I tip, tip them to finish eighth, I think. I'm not too sure, Dave. They've not strengthened, have they, really, in the off-season? It's almost like they've taken a punt of players from lower division and guys that haven't really worked out. I'm thinking, like, uh, Levy, who was at Salford yeah. last season. They've brought Danny Langtree from Big Oldham, fan of Danny Langtree. Good player. But it's, it's obviously it's a massive step up from League One to Super League. Uh, they've so also got one of my favourite players of recent years in there, Matty Dawson-Jones, yeah, who's, who yeah. was fantastic at yeah. Lee, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he was. Where, do you think he'll get a starting spot at FC? Obviously, Talano was out at the moment. so he Yeah, you'll probably, probably get in early doors, won't you, yeah. until Talano was uh, sort of back fit again. Um, I think a big thing, and I was chatting to Lee Radford about this at the Super League launch, was the fact that they missed so many of the the front-line players for virtually two-thirds of the season last year. You look at, uh, uh, um, you know, the, the half-back pairing, for example, only played together ten times. You know, Sneed was injured for much of it. Yeah. Sorry, Dave, I'm just reading the comments. Have we got a but long one? Someone yeah, we have, we have. It's about the derby. We'll come on to it in a, right, in okay. a little while. But uh, to, to all... Sneed is a big part of it. He's Obviously, he's back now. Um, so... It's whether who's his halfback partner going to be, because obviously See, Albert, I like I like Connor. Albert, Albert Kelly's injured, but obviously yeah, but Connor's ruled out to the old Arby. Mm. So well, that's not going to happen this week. So yeah, so who's going to partner him? Connor's definitely an halfback. He's not a centre. Mm. He's not. He's he's too. He's got he's got too much that Maverick style of play to be a centre. I think the good, def definitely the good half. thing about him though is that he can cover a multitude of positions as well in take with Connor because I mean you could put him at full back and he'd do your job you could I know when he was coming through he was on the wing at Huddersfield wasn't he then he was in the centres yeah um, yeah you know I can't think who's going to be the half-back partner not sure I don't think Liam Harris is in the squad is he hmm he's not being put out back to Dual Reg at could Doncaster. Could Danny Washbrook do a job in <laughs> Something like that. I don't, uh, to be fair, I mean, Washbrook has, has, I think he's covered standoff on one or two occasions. Yeah, uh, who knows? Who he's knows more it? like your old fashioned at least forward, like you was on a paper. Oh, before. he is, yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, I like an old fashioned loose forward. Those were the days, eh? Um, so, where are you tipping old finish? I say eight. I put them. Um, Round about there, I think, didn't I? I think we're eighth or ninth, something like that. Just above Hull Kingston Rovers. Yeah, just above OKR for me as well. Mm. It's, uh, gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting, interesting, interesting I, season for, I see it, for the black and white. I do seriously hope though that Lee Radford is able to beat his boo boys and to get them on a, a winning run because he he's a top bloke as well. Oh, he is. He is. He's fantastic to speak to, and he's so passionate about the club. And he was telling us the story about when he made his debut as a 16-year-old as well, which is quite interesting. So that'll be coming up in a few weeks' time on uh, Love Rugby League or on one of the channels. Could be a podcast. Who knows? We've got it. Who knows? Just go on loverugbyleague.com or the final one. It's all over Rugby League Weekly. Exactly. And it'll be somewhere on there. Um, London Broncos. They're everybody's tip for finishing bottom. I saw them at the weekend take on The mind tip to finish bottom as well. <laughs> I I have put them bottom. <laughs> um, it's gonna it's gonna be a long long rocky road in it for for the Broncos. I like London Broncos. I love the job that Danny Ward is doing there. Yeah, so um, do I. He's got some guys there that are having the first taste of Super League. Some guys who are in for a second time, lads like Kieran Dixon. 
Um, I was chatting to Eddie Batty after last weekend, and uh, he can't wait to get started. He's just really pleased that pre-season's over with now. Yeah, it's. I just can't see it being anything but a grueling season for him. I, I, re, I, I hope they prove me wrong. Honestly, I hope they prove me wrong because I'm a big fan of Danny Ward and I'm a big fan of what they did last season. I loved it how, how they're trying to get the local talent involved. A lot of players at London have hailed from the South. So that's a, a big positive because obviously we've seen beforehand where it's it's just Yorkshiremen and Lancastrians going up to up to a couple of Cumbrians oh, in there to, as well, down, eh? to, down to London, um, uh, or Australians and stuff. But it, it, the, the majority of the team seems to be London based, so it's it, that that's another thing. Because obviously, if you want to, the sports are growing, so you've got to get the the players involved, and mm-hmm. and that's what they have done. Big fan of the. Uh, of back row with Dan Einmarsh. He's a, a very solid player. Jamaica international. Is he uh, going to get in a lot? Ogden he's, as well he's, he's only got a squad number of something like mid twenties, and he didn't yeah. play at Lee because they they, yeah. they went with Jay Pitts and Matty G. Yeah, he, he's a good player though. I like Einmarsh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like what I've seen player. of him. Tell you who is good, uh, Sadiq. Adibai. Yeah, Sadiq Adibai. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's he's got a real tank, power pack try. Yeah, yeah, he's a tank. Yeah, it, but. I have been a little bit disappointed with the with the recruitment of London this but, season. But maybe it's all they can afford. Maybe it is. But I'm still being disappointed with it, Dave. I, I'm I sure. Expect, I expect him more. Ryan Morgan from Saints, good signing. Luke Yates from NRL, 25, 26 games under his belt for Newcastle. I had a good game at the weekend against Lane. Yeah. He's not the biggest of forwards, but I'll tell you what, he runs above his weight. They're probably the two signings that stand out. Obviously, Jordan Abdul coming from Hull. It's a big season for him, I think. He's got a, he's got yeah. a point to prove, I think, Jordan I, Abdul. I'd agree, because I think he's more your bat row type yeah. player than a, than, than a pivot. I, well, I think he's a traditional foot team. Hashtag hashtag traditional thirteen. I'm gonna gonna, we're gonna get that trending. I'm gonna get um, that trending this season. In fact, I think you should have a T-shirt made with hashtag traditional thirteen on there. What do you reckon? I'll get an hashtag saying saying it will be interesting. Hashtag it'll be interesting. Hashtag new beginnings. (laughs) Hashtag enjoy the game. Um, Hashtag new era. Hang on, how many more hashtags are you gonna stick in there? Hashtag every minute matters. Hashtag. Have you finished? What else? You can't think different of Different league. What was that one? Dif- it's a different league. It's a different league. Uh, right, we're going to move on to terrible tipsters. So this is a, a new thing. We're, we're just running it as a trial this week. and no, hopefully Dave, we're over an hour now. That's all right, don't worry. Well, We've only got that to go through. I need to set off Saint to Saint soon to totally wicked stadium. It's not that bad outside, don't worry. You'll just be sliding down the road. Don't worry about it. Uh, terrible tipsters. You said you've already joined the tipping competition. We're going to be having our own here on Love Rugby League Weekly. Yep. Where the idea is that um, we go through the fixture list and we just say who we think is going to win that game. Uh, but what I will probably need to do from next week is to write the answers down. So I'll have to review this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Saints v Wigan. Wigan. I've gone Saints. By four. I'm not, we're not doing by All right, gaps. Go on. Okay. That's, that's going to be too... All right, that's then. too cumbersome, that. Well, are, we, are we having some prize at the end of the season, then? Um, yeah. Pack of Milky Ways. What do you reckon? Yeah. Bovril? Oh. Hey, yeah, yeah. Pack of Bovril. <laughs> Just the one. One cup. Uh, Friday night. Cass against Catalans. Cass. I've gone Cass. Huddersfield against Catalans Salford. Catalans always start the season slow, don't they? Mm, they might not do, though, with the new well, signings. But I've still gone with Catalans anyway. Um, Huddersfield against Salford. Huddersfield. I've gone Salford. Mm. Tipping the uh, the Devils for an upset there. Uh, Hull Kingston Rovers against Hull. Okay. I've gone Hull. Warrington v Leeds, the game that's taking place on Saturday. Warrington. I've gone Leeds. You're expecting big things, things from Leeds? I am expecting you? big things from Leeds, yeah. I've got massive expectations of them. Just like I'm sure 14,000 people at Edinburgh will have <laughs> as well, to be fair. In the Championship, uh, Batley against Barrow. Mmm, toughy. Batley. 
All my advantage. I've gone Batley as well. Bradford against Featherstone. Bradford. Bradford I've gone with as well. Lee against Toulouse. Toulouse, but that'll be a close game. I've gone Toulouse as well. Rochdale against Dewsbury. Rochdale. Dewsbury. Sheffield against Swinton. Sheffield. Sheffield. Widnes against Halifax. Widnes. I'm tipping Halifax in that one. So we've gone quite different there. We have gone. Yeah, yeah, just one more. York against Toronto. Toronto. I've got Toronto as well. Well, it's like that, isn't it? You know, you look at the champion Toronto quite a lot this season. Possibly, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So um, we'll we'll have a look and see how we both did last uh, next week when we we sit down. Where hopefully we'll get James involved, and also we'd love your tips as well. Fred says to lose. That's you sleeping in the shed tonight, Dave. Uh, It won't be the first time. (laughs) Make sure that heat is on in here tonight, Dave. (laughs) My voice is going as well now. We've been on an hour. Um, any other comments? You said there was one about the Derby. <laughs> yeah, Dave, David Hill said the Derby is the name of a premier horse race uh, in England. The contest was founded by the 12th Earl of Derby in 1780. Since at least as early as 1840, Derby has been used as a noun in English to denote any kind of sporting contest. A local Derby is just a sporting contest between local Rivals. Fair enough. We are educated. But the Earl of Derby. Um, he went watching a Saints and Wigan game. Didn't he? Yeah. Was that where that come from? Oh, very, 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 very long time ago. Forget the year, to be precise. But he did. Sounds like that uh, could be a. That's what the. Sounds the like that could, Derby was after. That could be a piece on uh, on, on Love Rugby League. That could. The history of the original Derby. Uh, right, that's just about us done and dusted for this week. Thank Rugby you very much for joining us. Derby, sure. Oh, Whoa. so yeah, I missed that one. Um, I'd best go and send him out on his ear, then he can get to St. Helens tonight. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you again uh, for Better Fred for sponsoring us for the season. Um, check out Love Rugby League and everything, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And whoever you support this weekend, go and enjoy the game. Podcast Network.